Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I am your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mott, and there is a lot of cyber news today. So let's just grit right into it so I can kind of keep this under 15 minutes. From the, hey, you love to hear that file, 34 cyber crooks who stole data of 4 million people arrested in Spain. This is from cybernews.com. Um, Gintaris Raduascus is reporting. The Spanish police have broken up a cyber criminal organization that used computer scams to steal and monetize the data of over 4 million people. 34 members were arrested in Madrid, Malaga, Alicante, Murcia, and Huliva. During the raids, law enforcement officers confiscated firearms, hand weapons, high-end cars, 80,000 euros or $85,000 in cash, and computers hosting a, a database of information on millions of people. These guys con conducted smishing, phishing, vishing campaigns that impersonated delivery companies and electricity suppliers. They also carried out the sun in distress scams where people think their kid's in trouble and they convince them to send them urgently needed cash. So my question here when I read this, I'm wondering is when these guys who are now in jail call their family members to try to bail them out, will their family members believe it? Oh, come on, that's humor. that's gold humor. You know what it is, you laughed. Okay, let's go on to the next one. So New England Biolabs leaked sensitive data. This is from the old crap file. The, this is also cybernews.com. Ernestus Napris reporting. Leaving files, environment files open to the public is one of the simplest mistakes that web administrators can make, but it can have disastrous consequences. Despite leaving some of its sensitive credentials exposed, New England Biolabs says to have dodged or seems to have dodged a bullet. On September 18th, the Cyber News research team discovered two publicly hosted environment files, .env, attributed to the New England Biolabs. They included a lot of sensitive information, such as database credentials, log information for the SMTP server, uh, enterprise payment processing information, and others, both files designated for the production environment, meaning they were likely used in real-time scenarios to handle operations in the company's Canada branch. If cyber criminals had found these files first, They'd have been able to send emails on behalf of the organization, access and exploit sensitive data, and even try to authorize payments. So this is just kind of noted. Just Now, they say nothing was stolen. We'll see if it ever comes out that that's the case. Um, but if you will remember Uber in, in 1918, or 1918, 2018, um, they, ex they uh, exposed personal information to 57 million people worldwide because they did not protect these files. So if your website server or website hoster, you have a website, you make one of them, you want to check and make sure that these files are correctly configured so they're not open for to be found because they, they can be found. It's not hard to go and find these open uh, web servers and these kind of files. So again, this is just more understanding that you know, people are looking for these kind of vulnerabilities. And again, it's cybersecurity is a people prop. Now there's techni tec technical issues around this, but the technical issues are, exist because people are stupid, honestly. So, all right, from the register.com, Jessica Lyons Hardcastle. Citrix urges immediate patch for critical NetScaler bug as exploit point of con or POC is made public. Citrix has urged admins to immediately apply a fix, immediately is in quote, scare quotes, to apply a fix to CVE 2023-4966, a critical information disclosure bug that affects NetScaler ADC and NetScaler Gateway 
and they are now admitting it has been exploited. I believe we mentioned this one a while back, but now it's gotten to the point where the proof of concept, that's what POC stands for, um, which is dubbed Citrix Bleed now on GitHub. So if you are using an affected build at this point, assume you've been compromised. Apply the update and kill all active sessions per Citrix advice from Monday. Herein lies the problem. There's not enough people who are gonna know this is the case and are gonna do these things. So be on the lookout. We will probably report it here at some point in the near future that companies have been has have been um, compromised because of this particular Citrix bug. All right, from here's another you love to hear it file. Former NASA NSA employee faces life in prison after espionage attempt. Now this is more counterintelligence and cyber, but um, I have experience in that too. So I kind of like to see these things. Um, the ex-employee claimed that he believed the shared information would benefit Russia and harm the U.S. So life in prison, probably too good for him. Former NSA employee Gerard Delkey has pled guilty to six counts for his transmission of classified government materials in an espionage attempt. While working as an information system security designer in the summer of 2022, Dalkey used an encrypted email to transmit three documents to someone he believed was a Russian Federation agent in an attempt to display his legitimate access and willingness to share, according to, to court documents. And in truth, the alleged Russian agent was a covert FBI employee, and the information Dalkey shared contained national defense information. So he was charged with Title 18, Section 793 for, I think it's 793, I'm pretty sure that's the... There's a 973. Uh, who cares? So there, there's, there's, there's a, uh, there is an espionage transmission of national defense information that you get banged on if you are committing espionage such as this gentleman. So he faces a maximum penalty of life in prison. He will be sentenced April 26, 2024. I don't understand the court. I mean, worked in the government for 20 years. I still don't understand the court session. If he's pled guilty, why do we have to wait till April 26th? That makes no sense. But whatever, you know, who cares? It's the government's stupid. Judicial, we're all stupid. So cyberscoop.com. This is AJ Vicenz reporting. And this is not a surprise, but cyber operations linked to Israel Hamas fighting is gaining momentum. Not a surprise. Um, roughly 11 days after Hamas launched a murderous attack, on Israel, a message posted to a newly created Telegram channel claimed that the computer system at Israel's Nevitim Air Force Base had been breached. What appeared to be a pro-Palestinian group claimed to have collected information about the facility's pilots, other personnel, and their families. The message included screenshots and videos purportedly taken from security cameras near the base. Um, you will not be safe, a caption on the images read. So I'm, I'm, I'm only noting this particular um, news story because... If your company or you work for a company that has anything to do with Israel, um, just understand you will be targeted for attacks by pro-Palestinian, pro-Iranian forces. And so I'm just, again, just noting this, that to be on lookout, if, if you do any business over there, just be, be careful that you are in our target. All right, from statescoop.com, which is part of, I think Cyberscoop is the main company, but whatever, who cares? Uh, Philadelphia cyber attack compromised health data of city employees. Philadelphia reported that a recent cyber attack comprised personal information, including health data of city employees. Now let's see if this tells us how we got in. So it says Philadelphia on Friday disclosed it had been hit by a cyber attack in May. So they're now reporting in October they got hit in May. Great. And that malicious actors may have access, may, may, well, let's just change that to have access personal and health data of city employees through their email accounts. In a notice of privacy incident statement, city officials said they became aware of suspicious activity in city email systems in May. They launched an investigation which determined that between May 26th and July 28th, the unauthorized actor may have gained access to certain 
city email accounts. That, that is weird because they knew it happened in May, but the actor maintained access from May to July. That's a pretty lousy investigation, frankly, but whatever. Uh, and the review of impacted data is still ongoing. So all this to be said that if the city of Philadelphia got compromised and health data stolen, we can pretty much guess that other con- other entities, other cities will probably have the same incident. And here we go as part at the, at the lower part of this particular article on Friday, the Orange County District Attorney's Office in Los Angeles detected a cyber attack and shut down their system to prevent further intrusion. Obviously, the big issue here with municipal um, networks, they are poorly run, poorly maintained. They have legacy systems and they are easy to compromise. Now, how this compromise happened, I would love to know. How about a postmortem? Where is the Cyber Safety Review Board that was supposed to be created by the executive order in 2021? They should be on these things, but alas, I repeat myself. And from bleepingcomputer.com, Ionet Lasky reporting, University of Michigan employee, student's data stolen in cyber attack. The University of of Michigan says in a statement today, they suffered a data breach after hackers broke into its network in August and accessed systems with information belonging to students, applicants, alumni, donors, employees, patients, and research study participants. Unauthorized access to the servers lasted between August 23rd and 27th, and the data exposed included personal, financial, and medical details. I note this just to say, if you now, if you're a a alumni or you have any association to the University of Michigan, your data has now been compromised. So you're going to want to review all of your personal stuff because the, the information taken included social security number, which let's be honest, people, if you're listening to this podcast, your social security number has been compromised at some point along the way. So you can pretty much count that one out. Driver's license or other government issue ID, probably about the same financial account or payment card number. That one you want to be careful of. So watch your financial accounts for that kind of stuff. So, um, Obviously, I, I say this only to say, if you work in a college, you are being targeted. So protect your stuff. Uh, okay. U.S. energy firm. This is from Bleeping Computer also. Shares how the Acura software hacked its system. In a rare display of transparency, U.S. energy services firm BHI Energy details how the Acura ransomware operation breached their network, stole the data during the attack. BHI Energy, part of Westinghouse Electric Company, is a specialty engineering services and staffing solutions provider supporting private and government-operated oil and gas, nuclear, wind, solar, and fossil power generation units. In a data breach notification sent by BHI to... or BHI energy to impacted people the company provided details on how they breached their network that is fantastic that they let them know it says using a third so what happened was the attack first started by the akira threat actor using you guessed it stolen vpn credentials or stolen credentials from a third-party contractor that accessed their network. Using the third-party contractor's account, the threat actor reached the internal BHI network through a VPN connection. So, you know, we like to talk about using VPNs, but if you do not protect the VPN, you don't have safe credentials, you don't do multi-factor authentication, bad stuff happens. So um, 690 gigabytes worth of data was stolen. Uh, so I, I, I note this just a thumbs up to BHI for coming out and saying, here's how it happened. Here's what happened. Again, I do not see the cybersecurity review board in any part of this, but alas, here we are. But okay, that's good. That's, uh, that's good. They reported that. Um, uh, and actually, I'm sorry, I had this, I had this article twice so I can move on to my last article. And this one is just a really quick, I only note this just to kind of laugh at the headline. And I'm sorry, CSO online, but honestly, 
This is, I'm not even going to say who wrote this. I don't want to diamond mount, but it says Hamas online infrastructure reveals ties to Iran. APT researcher says, if I, I wish I had a sound clip that said, duh, why? I mean, that's a silly, I mean, who did not realize that would be the case? I mean, Hamas is funded by Iran. Iran is going to use their cyber resources to do that, but okay. So an analysis from recorded futures in sit group research unit offers insight into the online infrastructure used by Hamas, as well as its apparent leaks to the Iranian government. Take out apparent. It's directly a tide. Come on, let's be honest. An application disseminated by Hamas via private messaging app Telegram clued security investigators into a crossover between the militant Palestinian group and cyber infrastructure linked to Iran, as well as links to a known hacker group. According to the report from security company Recorded Futures Insit Group, the research team first identified the application whose core functionality is currently known on October 11th, four days after Hamas's bloody attack against it. Now, this is not a surprise. This is Israel is doing all this. The APT is known as TAG-63 or Arid Viper or APT-C23 or Desert Falcon, depending on who you're talking to. So we're going to see more of this. We're going to see more of Iran assisting Hamas in these kind of targeted, targeted impacts and events. So again, don't be surprised by it. It's coming. You will see more of it. I had a news article I found earlier today when I was going through my news. I had to do with a move. Someone got targeted again by move it. I can't find it. I've lost it. But just know that the move it, the move it uh, compromise, the move it vulnerability continues a stride uh, as we go forward. If I find it, I will remind it or remind you of it um, tomorrow. And that's going to do it for today. Cyber Smart Morning News Update. Links to all of these articles are in the show notes if you would like to go read more on them. If you have thoughts, comments, questions, thoughts, I think I said thoughts twice, on the podcast, email me, Darren, at thecyberguy.com. Follow me on LinkedIn. You can communicate with me there. Although it seems like on LinkedIn, most of the stuff I get are from um, scam accounts trying to scam me. So I enjoy those. I like it when they they send me a message, I say something back, and then they they delete me. So that's pretty awesome. So um, it's fun times. Other than that, uh, know that knowledge is protection. If you understand the threats targeting us, we can assess our risk, proceed wisely. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. If you like what you hear, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're using. And I appreciate it. We will talk again soon. Have a great Wednesday. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by CyberGuy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Darren Mott. Thanks for listening.